Wake up on this Monday morning, man. This is that extra 10% you put in right now, man. That Monday morning, get up, man. Get up and get to work. Get up to go to the gym, wherever you might be able to do, man. Get up and do that, man. Put that, that 110%, man. Let's go, let's go. Represent where you from, man. Shout out to California, man. North Carolina, New York, Texas, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Washington, Ohio, man. Shout out to everybody in those places that's listening to the podcast, man. You guys, without you guys listening, man, there would be no podcast, man. Represent where you from, man. Let's go, let's go, let's go on this Monday morning, man. This is that extra 10% you put in and get to work. Let's go. Man, that's that little John B.I.B.I. back in the day, man. That's that early 2000s. I believe that might be the 90s, though. 90s little John, man, the East Side Boys. Turning up for y'all, man. I hope you guys have had a great weekend. I hope your week is starting out spectacular, man. I'm here to give you that extra boost to get your week started, man. The extra boost to get your week started. The extra boost to get in the gym, wherever it is. You turn this with your podcast on. It's going to give you that extra adrenaline rush. That extra aggression, that extra whatever it is that you feel like you may need to get to that point, man. I want you guys to feel like like you're on adrenaline rush. Every time you wake up, you listen to this podcast, I need to give you guys that feeling. I need to give you the feeling of... Uh, I need to give you the feeling of... Um, of ruthless aggression, man. I got this video of John Cena saying it right here. His first match. Let's see. Aggression. Here we go. Ruthless aggression. Oh, man. Wrestlers. It'd be so sick to be a wrestler, man. Wrestlers have some of the best when it comes to professional sports that is made off of energy of the crowd, man. And that one scene was John Cena's first match, man. I've been recently doing my little research on WWE, man, and find out how fascinating that business is. It's literally what Barterman Bailey did with the circus, but it's not the circus. It's no animals, uh, not traditionally what you would consider a circus, but the same type of business-wise, logic, you know, logistics and stuff is the same type of business when you're traveling from city to city, putting on a show for the people in that area making tons and tons of money but in the case of wwe you're able to create a character and you're you know you're part of, of a show not only a live show but a show that is uh on tv so it's like live reality man it's not too many shows out here that you're able to do like that and you know vince mcmahon was able to take the business into a whole different level from being just regular 
wrestling in the ring with no type of antics outside the ring and turning into more of a of a show, a soap op type of show to what we know as it is today, man. I've been doing my research on different entrepreneurs, different people who have been in this business for a long time, man. Businessman, to be exact, like Vince McMahon. You know, I went as far back as Barnum. Barnum, you know, P.T. Barnum. If you don't know who P.T. Barnum is, he is the guy, one of the guys that helped create the Barnum and Bailey Circus. You know, he teamed up with Bailey, James A. Bailey, which is another businessman that was doing this whole circus thing. I believe him and his brothers, I believe there's a few of them, him and his brothers. Oh, no, 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 it's Barnum and Bailey. It was two guys who had two different circuses that were kind of competing, but they ended up joining each other. And they came in the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Later on, it was a few guys coming up in the circus business named the Ringling Brothers. These guys were guys that were acrobatics with the whole acrobats with the rings and they're flying and different things like that. I don't know the correct terminology for what they did, but they were also uh, a circus. They had their own thing going on. And eventually they got with Barnum and Bailey and it became the Barnum and Bailey and Ringling Brothers Circus. Eventually, a few guys died out. I believe Barnum died out first, or Bailey. Bailey might have died out first. James A. Bailey and then P.T. Barnum may have passed and end up becoming um, the Ringling Brothers Circus. For what you may more be more familiar with if you're a younger age, but you know they don't even have the circus anymore. At least not the traditional circus they were used to. They have the circus that is. Um, without animals without certain animals i'm not sure all the animals are gone but a lot of people started complaining about how the animals are in prison and and whatnot but honestly if you ask me the animals get to go on the road they get fed they 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 you know they get housing you know versus being out in the wild being free but you got to find your food every day you got to worry about other predators you got to worry about a lot more stuff so i mean i don't know i don't know if 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 it was different if the treatment of the animals were getting beaten and different types of things and i'm pretty sure you got to do that in order to train a 300 pound gorilla or lion it matters but yeah man back to what i was saying man these businessmen and these guys who are able to create these sorts of entertainment man i love watching documentaries i love studying studying how these guys were able to do that and you know back then there was no internet there was no all you had was maybe some newspaper and you know people put up signs that the circus is coming to town that is that where that term came from the circus is in town the circus is in town that is how things got spread you know through via railway you know through railway it would go to city to city performing performing shows and it's just like WWE but you know it's just great to see uh, a business like this grow over time and being a part of we may not necessarily be in the ring or working for WWE but without the fans there would be no WWE so me growing up watching The Rock uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Undertaker those type of guys the guys I was watching when I was like coming up John Cena was one of the guys you know a little bit later on but seeing these guys you know makes me feel like I'm I'm a part of the company man I'm a part of the company I'm a part of it and um it's just 
like I said, great. And you guys are part of Swisher Podcast, Swisher Entertainment as a whole, but especially Swisher Podcast. Without you guys listening, there wouldn't be a podcast. There will be one, but it would be no one listening, so it would be, like, pointless. But you guys come and tune in every day to see what I have to say, and that is, is something that you can't put a price tag on. You can't put a price tag on. I got people all over the world listening. And, you know, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. And just like these guys have people all over the world watching their content when it comes to wrestling. And these wrestlers, guys, these guys become global. You know, you become a, a worldwide superstar. You're able to go do movies and plenty of other things once while you're in WWE and after you leave, man. I believe The Rock was a great example. He left the WWE in 2002, did a bunch of movies, became a big movie star, and came back. And, uh, you know, people people love to see The Rock, where he, where he came from, his origins, man. He came from WWE, went off and did movies, like I said, and came back. So WWE is a great way for you to become famous and for people to know you all across the world, man, all across the world, that people will be able to discover you through wrestling, and um, that's just something that is is a great if you're able to reach that point where you're a WWE super, super, superstar. And, um, you know, uh, I always wondered what are the steps to becoming a WWE superstar. You can't go to college. They don't have college fake wrestling, college WWE. Um, I feel like this is a who-you-know type of business. You know the right people, you're able to get the right connections, you're able to get in there and get close to Vince McMahon, get close to whoever's picking this talent and be able to become a personality. But that was back in the day. Nowadays, I believe you build up your social media Instagram. So let's say, for instance, you want to become a WWE participant, you want to become a wrestler. All you have to do is create videos of you kind of like doing WWE-S things in Walmart or wherever else, go viral. They're going to see that and they're able to sign you just off that, man. You don't have to necessarily go to different territories, find trainers and promote all that. No, no, no. You can create your own following and fan base. And if you do that, you're able to um, definitely become that superstar, become at least get close to becoming that superstar, being able to become that guy because you're bringing your own audience to the WWE, man. If I was mixing man, I would start looking at some of these social media influencers and throwing him a bag, man. He's a billionaire. Throw him a bag and let tell him to come get on a few shows, man. Get guys like Drewski. Drewski would be uh, uh, Drewski too funny. Would be uh, incredible WWE superstar, man. He would be hilarious. And I believe if the people write him a good script, he would be able to definitely be a big WWE superstar. And he already has such a huge following that you know he would be able to bring that with him. He'd already be an instant hit because he has that following with him, man. There's a lot of guys out here with that following that will be able to do something like that, man. Um, I, 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 I wonder why, like, guys like the Nelk Boys, Steve will do it. If you guys know who that is, look it up on YouTube, man. These guys are huge, have a huge following. They could bring that same S um, attention to the WWE 
Or, man, I, I believe a lot of these guys team up kind of like the social gloves when the TikTok versus the YouTubers, when they were fighting, they're able to team up and create their own business, create their own type of WWE, but not WWE, but type of entertainment through things like that, man. If you can get these um, social media uh, females and males and stuff and give everybody a certain percentage of profit share, make sure everybody gets paid. But I believe you can put on this show. But, you know, who, who knows, man? Maybe one day I'm able to get enough money and have the right connections. I'll be able to build something like that, man. But who knows, man? We all work extremely hard. You know, I know everybody listening to this works extremely hard. I work extremely hard. So, you know, I want to make sure I was able to get up here, do my job, so you're able to do your job, whatever that may be, you know, giving you guys that extra motivation, that extra confidence to succeed at whatever it is that you are trying to succeed in. And that is, is what we do here on the Switcher Podcast. Make sure you give 110% every day, every day, man. There's no sports going on. The Olympics, that hasn't started yet. They just got to Tokyo. Um, funny thing, I actually played – well, my school played a guy. Actually, no, I played like one game against them. It, uh, my I had played – in high school, I played a basketball game versus someone who's on Team Nigeria right now. And they actually, pretty, I'm pretty sure he starts for Team Nigeria, and they beat Team USA in Vegas not too long ago. So that's just a, a fun fact, something cool to think about. It's just you know, you know people, you never know what people will be ten years later or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Just keep following your dreams. I know this guy. He went to a couple small schools. He was never like the guy on that team. It was a guy kind of in front of him, getting all the the you know getting all the attention. But he plays position. You know, he was in March Madness. He played for a team that, that upset Duke. It's just crazy. And now he's in the on the, the professional team for Nigeria. They beat the U.S. So it's just crazy how things work out, man. So what I'm pretty much trying to say there is never give up on your dream. Never give up. You know, always keep pursuing it is that you feel is right. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. If you're doing something that feels right, it must be good for you. Feel good. It must be good for you. But you guys already know what it is. This is a Switcher Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. And I'm out. Peace.